I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to I'm Listening, the Frasier podcast, uh, the second one of its kind, the first one being started by Kevin Smith. Uh, Yeah, I know. Pretty unbelievable. I'll tell you about that in a second. Well, no, I won't. That's it. I don't want to give him any more... um, publicity uh so i am here uh with a special guest uh you might know him from his twitter actually what is your twitter (laughs) (laughs) it's uh everyone knows it it's yeah yeah yeah. uh at matt underscore rain please welcome matt rain to the podcast hey matt how are you today i'm good i'm ready to i'm ready to talk and listen I like can't wait. My can't hero, Fraser Crane. I'm very, I'm very excited. Um, so yes, so you're a Fraser fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you do? I was looking at your Instagram earlier and uh-huh. saw that you had put a screenshot up of yeah. Fraser Crane. What kind of research did you do oh, for I, today? I uh, I mainly just watched because I, I don't know if I should give away what the subject of today is. Uh, you, I was told beforehand the subject is. The dynamic between Frasier and Niles, the whole sibling rivalry thing. So I watched a few episodes that was mainly about the two of them butting heads. Like, and you've also suggested them in the email. I'm sorry, one second. <clears throat> what are you trying to pretend to be, Roz? Yeah, I, I was. I was just doing a Roz impression for the first five minutes, and it didn't work. But I was trying to do like a subtle impression, which people 
don't like. And apparently, <laughs> subtle impressions of people. No, you gotta are just, go all they're out. Not, they're not impressions. They're yeah. just you talking weird. You gotta go all out. You gotta go all out. Anyway, I watched uh, like a few like you brought up, with, and it just made me want to watch the episodes again. The one where they tr- both try to write a book, which is a real really good episode about the two of them. You know what? Yeah. I think we should save it. We should save it. Let's just because for... I have some questions for you. Fair enough. That are that I ask every guest. Um, so I don't always find Fraser Files. That's what I'm calling myself. A, a, an absolute, an actual, true Fraser fan. So I, I ask all my guests, what does Fraser mean to you? How did you, why do you like it? How did you start watching it? You know, it's funny because the first time I, I started watching Fraser just because my parents would just have it on. Mm-hmm. And like, we all watched like the whole NBC, NBC Thursday must see TV. TV, like Seinfeld, Frasier, Just Shoot Me. All, oh, Just Shoot Me. Oh, that's a great show. Oh, that's a separate podcast. Yeah. If yeah. You want to start that's actually that my podcast called yeah. uh, Just Shooting the Shit. <laughs> and, Bravo. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you, you have to do it just because you already have the title. Oh, now I got to get recording space. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. We, so we would just always watch those shows. And, uh, like, like I liked, when I was younger, I really liked Seinfeld. I liked Just Shoot Me. Friends was all right. But, like, my parents had always, like, no, we're watching Frasier now. And at first, I didn't get it. But I was also, like, young. maybe young, like, maybe 11 or 12 or something. That show was on the air for so long. But as I kept watching it. I don't know what exactly it was. It was different from like the other shows that they had on. They, they were. It was a show about a guy who was like a self, who was like a smart guy, a big, you know, intellectual, who was like a therapist. But then just like getting really like in these storylines that just boil down to his immaturity sure. and his like. It, I don't know why. I just love that contrast. Well, I'm curious because um, congratulations, you're the first male guest that we've had. I've done. Oh, really? I've done three episodes, and they've all been women that I've had on. I'm the first male guest. You're the first male guest I've I, had. I got a bunch of male friends that like we just talk about Frasier sometimes. What? Yeah. Tell me more. Well, uh, big shout out to Nick Miller wherever he is. But like, I feel like we talk about Frasier, or at the very least, we talk about Kelsey Grammer. Twice a week. Oh yeah, no. Kelsey Grammer is a. That's probably its own episode. Oh yeah. I've, I'm Maybe sure its own show. You've. Oh, the, I've. I talked about that in an earlier podcast. I want to buy his life rights so I can do a TV movie about who he is as a person. I don't want to get too much into it, but it's pretty. It gets pretty weird. Well, you know what? Uh, I think that brings us to a good point. As uh, May Wilkerson and I uh, coined mm. a new segment <laughs> called "Tragic Fraser Facts." So. I'm going to tell you a few that we've already covered. You tell me if you have any new ones, okay? Sure. Here they are. Uh, uh, Kelsey Grammer's sister murdered by a serial killer. Wait, what? Uh, uh, Well, that's separate. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um, His two half-brothers died um, because the first one was eaten by a shark, and the second one was trying to save him, and he died. I got a lot of Wikipedia articles to read after this. You've got a lot to go through. uh, And then after that... Oh, right. And then... Kelsey Grammer as a person was uh, addicted to cocaine right. and alcohol. Do you have any other facts that we haven't covered um, that you guys talk about a lot? It's a great segment because <laughs> I did not know those first two at all. I knew about the drug thing. Uh, I mean, I know he's been married and divorced like four times. I believe. You know what? Let's I think check. He has seven kids too. That's part of this podcast is checking things on Wikipedia. Oh good. So, we can find out right now how many times he's been married. I want to say it's four. 
because I remember like it's, seeing it's it on a lot. Entertainment Tonight. And I used to watch that too. Oh, so did I. Oh, wait a minute. Did you not have cable growing up too? No, we did, but we would just watch oh. the primetime networks. That is fascinating. I didn't have cable, so I was forced to watch all Really? I didn't have a choice. I was like, all right. Well, back then, cable had like, I mean, they had some good stuff, but the majority of all the like, shows that were like you know everyone talked about and watched they were all like on nbc and like cbs and abc well i always wanted to watch mtv's next or Uh, well that (laughs) and i wanted to watch mtv's undressed i have so many ideas for podcasts right just about all the good shows that used to be on mtv room raiders another really great show okay this isn't okay i don't (laughs) want to get too my producer's shaking his head at me (laughs) i actually have a room raiders fact did you know that zach efron was a contestant on Room Raiders. Um, sorry to disappoint you, but of course. And I've oh. seen the whole episode because it's all on YouTube. The is, it, entire... is it great? Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh I gotta it's, watch that. It's great. I also liked that they would incorporate those shows uh, when they would do spring break editions. So they did like yeah. spring break Room Raiders. They it would was... do that with like Next and like Parental uh, Control. Pre- parental Control, yes. Yeah. I remember that. All right, so that's a separate Forget podcast. Forget Frasier. We got... <laughs> How dare you? Yes. I'm so... sorry. I, I'll never say those words ever again it's all right it's gonna get back to kelsey grammar he's listening he's listening to this so uh okay it says let's see that's one two three four four different ones and is he still married to the fourth he wife? is i believe he knocked her up for the second or third time she's definitely oh. a lot younger um and I, I could i i i was gonna guess oh yeah <laughs> oh, i mean yeah. it didn't yeah and you were pretty did you say he had seven kids he yeah did. i think i did he's got seven children what do you think is worse, having Alec Baldwin as your father or Kelsey Grammer as your father? It's, I mean, it's a tough call. That's, I wouldn't want either of them to be my father. Like, I, I would prefer if I, had, no, I, I would never take Kelsey Grammer. I would take Fraser Crane, the character, as my father. Oh, if, I would, I would l- gladly have Fraser Crane as my father. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I was saying earlier, um, if, if Kelsey Grammer, if you are listening to this, mm-hmm. I would love to have him on this show just as his character. Yeah, I don't, abs- want, I don't want to talk to him in real life. It's, no, it's, of course it would be not. too tough. Our would... political views are too different. Yeah. It's and just uh, you just, just sometimes you just don't want to like have that boil over a conversation, exactly. especially a podcast. Exactly. So in terms of uh, before we move on mm-hmm. to talking about Fraser and Niles, um, is there a character? Two questions. Do you have sure. a favorite character? And also, if it's the same question, who do you most relate to as a character? Um, I, I, it can even a favorite, be a minor character. Too. I was going to say my favorite character uh my my favorite human character, I think, might be Frasier. Okay, he's your favorite. He's complex. Yeah, he's complex. My favorite overall character was always Eddie. I just I just loved Eddie so much. Tell me more. Well, I I love dogs, and we did have uh, we didn't have a Jack Russell, but we had a Rat Terrier that minus mm-hmm. like the extra fur, they looked just like Jack Russells. Aww. But also, I just kind of loved how weird he was and just him staring at Frasier specifically all the time they had a lot of staring contests yeah. and they had a lot of great like especially a lot of like the post uh what would it is it's not a cold open it's at the end of the show when like they would just show a scene but with the music over yeah, it toss salad and yeah, yeah, yeah. toss salad and, toss scrambled, salad eggs. and scrambled eggs my ringtone yeah, and yeah. oh actually my old ringtone really yeah oh man it was uh I want that to be an option people were complaining about it and I don't know why 
What That's is, not why I changed it's it. It's an though. incredible song, and I oh, don't yeah. understand. And he sang it. He did sing it. I I'm, I actually don't know, and I should do the research where that song even came from. Well, is it was it a pre-existing song before? I don't was know. It written for the show. Let's Wikipedia it. <laughs> Fraser song history. We're learning so much today. Yes, I'm going to do another disclaimer. Um, I did this before uh, the other uh, version of uh, tragic Fraser facts. Uh, none of these. Uh, facts that we're giving you could be they may be true they may not be true because i'm getting all the information from the internet oh okay that's fair just I, letting everyone know so they can't sue us i thought for a second you were going to say that they were uh some of them were real some of them were made <laughs> up wow that would have been like a good prank yeah and like when you said something about the shark i was like wait did that happen that's crazy right now here's a blog <laughs> blog.seattlepie uh, Seattle's big block. Oh, this is so long. <laughs> Two Frazier. It's scratcher. Blah blah blah. Like there was a composer. It's it's purposefully vague. I'm just gonna read this quote. Sure. I immediately wrote the song itself, but then needed a lyric that would work. So I called my friend Daryl Finneys, who's really talented and really smart. I gave him the idea of the show, and he called back with the idea of tossed salad and scrambled eggs. At first, I was a bit baffled myself until he explained that these were things that were mixed up, like Fraser Crane's patience. But I feel like most of the show of Fraser is really less about the patience and more about how kind of slightly unstable he and his family are. I mean... Talk about unstable. Yes, they are unstable. But um, Roz, did that bring anything to light for you? Never thought about it. <laughs> All right. Mr. One Word Answers or two words, whatever. Um, Roz that, is busy. <laughs> Roz is busy. Roz is busy checking the sound levels. I get it. Um, yeah, no, I'm a fan of the song. Oh, you know what? My favorite ending is with Eddie when he's trying to get up onto the counter. Yeah. And he's and just the, jumping. Like for the muffins? Yes. I, that was one of the episodes I watched I, to prepare for this. Well, I knew as soon as you said that Eddie was your favorite. Yeah. I figured that was going to make it in, in the moments. I mean, like it was just unlike any other dog that was on TV. It he's was just unlike... a weird dog. <laughs> and, okay. And so, yes. So you've told me who your favorite characters are. I my favorite oh, yeah. character that is not a main character is for sure BB Newworth. Oh, who she's is so good on that. Frasier's show. agent. She's fantastic. She's evil in a way that she's very open about the fact that she is only out for success. She and getting what she wants. Killed every joke and line she ever had on that show. Yes, I agree with you. Also, for some reason, oh, that's why I got confused. Is her name B.B. Newworth, or am I thinking of Lilith's real name in real life? Let's go back to <laughs> the internet. To Lilith <laughs> Frazier, I think. I got confused, but you know what? Her name's, I know her name's B.B. It's B.B. Yeah. B.B. Newworth is the no, name. No, you were right. Yeah. Is the actress that plays Lilith. Okay. She, she was on Broadway not too long ago. Well, I think she might be a Broadway star. That's true. I think. B.B. Frazier. <laughs> also, fun fact. Here's my fun fact about uh, B.B. Newworth. She was on a short-lived Law & Order spinoff. Did you know that? know that? What was the name of the spinoff? Okay, I believe it was called... <laughs> Let's look it up also <laughs> 20 minutes later. Okay, so Kelsey Grammer's favorite type of jam Law is... Now, these are the weird things that I do know because I didn't have cable, so I remember a lot of shows that were only on for one season. That's incredible. It's such important knowledge for me to have. Don't ask me about American history, but... But I'm also slightly obsessed with shows that barely made it like like barely had a season even. Law and Order Trial by Jury. 2005. 
I remember Jerry, the commercials for this. Jerry Orbach was in it. And then I believe they canceled it because he passed away. Really? That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a sad reason to only have one season. B.B. Glazer. Oh, B.B. That was the name of the character. B.B. Glazer, yes. That's the name of the character. She's one of my favorites. I'm a fan. <laughs> and I wish she was my agent in real life. Do you think... This is, and I, I don't want to just, I apologize if I keep distracting from like what the no, eventual theme of this don't episode is, it. but do you think uh, if, if Frasier was on today, it would be about him having a podcast, like a Colin podcast? It's a good question. It makes me think about the show Marin, which I haven't seen, but is Marin about him having a podcast? I mean, yeah, but his podcast is also just interviewing one person. Oh, okay. Like Chris Gethard has a call-in podcast where people call in and they talk. Oh. Frazier could have a similar kind of thing like that. It's true. I mean, it's the show is very dated for sure. Mm-hmm. So it's like weird to think about, you know, what where he would be now. Um, I mean, talk shows are still a thing, kind yeah. of, right? You know, they also brought back... Will, they're bringing back Will and Grace. They are bringing back so. Will and Grace. My, my problem with the idea of bringing back Frasier with the original cast is I'm like genuinely concerned for what's John Mulroney? Is that his John name? Mahoney, the dad? John the Mahoney. Dad. Not John Mulroney. Um, I know <laughs> John he, Mulaney. Uh, John Mulaney. <laughs> I know he's getting older mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder if that's why he wasn't at the reunion. There oh. was like a reunion for like an executive producer one like, and he wasn't there. Oh, that is sad, and yeah. I need him to be there. He's a pivotal part of the show. Oh, of course. I know they've replaced Eddie. I keep looking down at my roommate's dog. You can't be replaced. But um, they replaced Eddie once before. Did you know that? You did yeah. know that because he's your favorite dog. Of course. I'm gonna, I need to know what's going on with Eddie at all times. I'm going to give you another Eddie fact, which yes. is I looked it up. That dog played by Moose, that was the yeah. name of, made $10,000 an episode. <gasps> Net worth? Three million dollars. There's a great joke in, in an episode in The Simpsons where they're in LA and they're like on a tour of like houses and they're like and according and they're on like a star tour and Marge goes and over there is the house where the dog from Fraser lives and you hear like a bark. <laughs> <laughs> I love it and I would be happy to see that on tour. Oh yes. Um, so let's let's move into Fraser and Niles. Uh, yes. This this show is about themes and I would say that's sort of the. Other than the relationship between uh, Niles and Daphne, I mean, I'd say that's, well, that's the biggest thing that the show rides on is the relationship between Niles and Frasier. Oh, absolutely. Um, I am an only child, so I don't know, like, what happens with, like, do you have any brothers and sisters? Oh, yeah. Sibling rivalry? I have a younger brother, and I think it's, like, a somewhat similar setup to, like, age-wise of how Frasier and Niles were supposed to be. Mm -hmm. They're only, like, a few years, like, Frasier was only, like, a few years older than Niles. Mm -hmm. The same thing with my brother. And I actually personally loved every episode when it was mainly either just the two of them. Absolutely. because, like, it would just get so destructive. Oh, they'd get so crazy. The episode, like I mentioned before, and that you brought up when they both try to write a book, and when this, the, the scene where they're in, uh, they've locked themselves in a hotel room, yep. and when they start, like, fighting, is literally, like, every fight I had as a kid with my brother. I, yeah, I was, the thing that I really liked about that episode is I, in my, for me, I felt like I pinpointed exactly when they stop being adults mm-hmm. and sort of just become kids again, when Niles call, says Frazier has a fat face. <laughs> and he's like, who are you calling fat face? Or something like that. And then they start fighting, and then Frazier starts strangling him and says, I want my mommy. <laughs> you took my mommy. You took my mommy, <laughs> yes. It was very it was very destructive. I also really like when he... Uh... 
Niles is like on top of him and he's like, Niles, stop. We are professionals. We are therapists. We are adults. I can't believe you fell for that. And he just grabs. Him. And then they start fighting again. Yes. Yeah, me and my friend will say, well, sorry. No, no, it's no. just that no, no, no. sometimes we like to yell a little bit as Kelsey Grammer. Just random things like, Niles, do you understand? Is that how they sound to you? Because I've always uh, thought they have weird, almost British accents. Yeah, it, a little bit. But I think it's mainly just like us hearing it and us trying our best to talk like him. But it's honestly, every any oh, Kelsey Grammer, the way he would just, and also David Hyde Pierce, the way they would just say anything, they could, it was I ridiculous. I, yeah, I mean, it just given the fact that they're sort of insults. Yeah. with each other are so perfect oh. they're not i just none of it's do you think any of it's improvised no yeah i don't know it's so he- it's i think it was a very it was a very well written yeah, sitcom it feels like a play yeah that's why i, I really liked yeah. it i think frazier especially like a lot of the episodes often especially the episodes where it's just them do end up being in just one place oh yeah like there's an episode towards earlier on where they're just talking about if they're both really happy yeah. like in their own lives i was like oh my this is deep. Well, a lot of sitcoms, there were a good amount of sitcoms, and like I would say probably maybe most of the other NBC ones had like a lot of the episodes were about like either more focused on like physical comedy or more focused on like a wacky subplot thing happening. Although I do think Seinfeld probably was the best at like just doing that. But like it would, you would see it in Friends and like Will and Grace and a bunch of shows, but like. Frasier was like one of the few shows where it like felt like a play where all the humor comes from just the characters relationships with each other. And I think like that and like the only one other one I could really think of was like Everybody Loves Raymond. That's what every episode of that show was too. It was just character relationships. All right. Everybody Loves Raymond. (laughs) I want to be on board with you, but I think I probably can't watch that show because like my parents and my grandparents both love it oh really loved it. that was and also that was maybe one of the only non-nbc shows we would watch <laughs> yeah no the c was that a cbs show yeah yeah that would be a that was a very cbs show it was a good show and it that's another show that's where every episode felt like a podcast. play i don't need to their, dedicate compa- their companion i won't keep talking about it but just saying Ugh. frazier and raymond were companion sitcoms in spirit you think so? I, absolutely. Well, I okay. The I will agree with you, especially specifically about the relationship between Robert and Raymond. Yeah, I think Niles I, and I, I prefer the Fraser Niles one because it's a little more. It's not as toxic and it's a little more subdued. But when the emotions bubble up to the surface, that's when it, like some of the best moments in that show would happen. I agree. Um, I'd say a good example of that would be possibly my uh, one of my favorite Fraser Niles focused heavily focused episodes which is the innkeepers that's about when they start their own restaurant together Mm -hmm. and martin their father from the beginning is totally against it now i have a question for you can you pinpoint because i've watched that episode so many times Mm -hmm. i have my own opinion but i'm curious what ultimately like starts them on a path of this night is going to fall apart there are many things that happen. Many that things night. happen, and I did watch this episode today, <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to. As I, you I should. kept saying, "Oh, it's anytime I watch television, I always just uh, used to just tell people it's for research." You know, b- before before you answer that mm-hmm. other question, I'm going to ask you another one before that that I want to ask you before, which is 
for myself and like for Mae Wilkerson, we were talking about how we love the show because we're I can't relate to them at all. And it almost <laughs> I like it. It's like going on vacation from myself. Yeah. But you, a white man, uh-huh. I'm not saying you and Fraser are alike, but as a kid, do you feel like you can relate to any of these characters at all? Is that what it's about for you or not at all? Um, when, because of the reason you like it. Well, as far as personality goes and like as far as like specific character traits, I don't, I don't personally connect with Frasier or them. Because also because uh, to me, it like, it, hmm, let, me, let me try to word this the best. <laughs> the one real part I could connect with from the show was the fact that I also had a slightly younger brother who was also interested in the same kind of things I had. Sure. We didn't, but our relationship wasn't nearly as like destructive. I got you. But besides that, as far as like personality and like slightly mental unstableness, <laughs> no. But that's part of the fun of that show, like you said, because like I think why I re- ended up really liking the show is because they present you, with, especially with the two of them, yeah. they're these like smart, they're therapists. Right. They were like very well educated. They're very, they speak French. They're very well cultured, but like they're still incredibly immature. And you don't see that any better when it's two brothers. No matter who, if you have siblings, whenever you're around them, and anytime you guys argue, it eventually does devolve into just like, shut up. Well, yeah, well, you got a fat face. It's not, it evolves to that. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, because they, they have, they're very alike. I mean, oh, yeah. start off with the fact that they're both psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. They both like the finer things in life. They mm-hmm. both love red wine. And they both get excited about the same things. Like every time they have an idea or, or like for any of the episodes where they're both going in on a project, they both always, I've noticed, get super excited right at the beginning of that and start saying a bunch of ideas Right, and, stuff. and not really thinking it through. Mm-hmm. They both, at least in their previous marriages, were... Uh, like attracted to the same kinds of women. Yes. Lilith and Maris, who we never see, you know. I love that we never saw her. Controlling pale women. And yeah. And then from there, and then they break off in terms of him liking Daphne. Yeah. In a way though, because Frasier also is the type where, you know, a lot of his, almost all of his relationships never work out because he's mm-hmm. looking for this perfect woman that doesn't exist. Although I guess the difference is Niles has found his perfect woman. Mm-hmm. And well, at the end, Laura Linney showed up, who yeah. I think in many ways, as far as from an acting standpoint, is a perfect woman. So, Well, there you go. See, that's not real life, is it? No, it's not. But Frasier wasn't real life. <laughs> nope, not even close to real life. Um, oh, no. Especially with the Innkeeper episode. Oh, no, but absolutely to, not. Sorry, to answer your go question. Back to, yes. And there are many points and the, when it starts to be like, this is where everything's going on. The one part I'm just remembering really the most, and I don't know if this is even right or not. I guess it's more of a subjective kind of yeah, answer. Yeah, I may not know. I just know there were certain points yeah. that started off what the cl- downfall. What clicked in my head is when one of them put Brandy yes, there. Yes, in the then, Cherry's Jubilee. In the Cherry's Jubilee. And then like after the first one, I was like, okay. He puts a little bit and then I, I forgot I forgot who puts it in first. Was it Frasier or Niles? I think I want to say it was Niles. I was thinking that too but I wasn't sure. But yeah. then Frasier comes and right. puts it in. I was like, okay I yeah. know what's going to happen they, from here. Yeah. It was very like, I've said this before but I do, I love the show because sometimes with all of, especially when you're an adult now watching this stuff, you've seen every mm-hmm. episode it really just feels like puzzle pieces coming together because it's, it's like that and then the fact that they were both fighting over the creme brulee. Yeah, they both kept telling the chef different things. Different things. But I will side with Frasier 
on this. Not that I'm a creme brulee expert, uh-huh. but who's going to serve it in a giant dish to everyone? That it was seems, Niles. It's, I, I don't actually, I don't personally partake in desserts, but that seems a bit too gimmicky for me, <laughs> especially in that kind of restaurant. I agree. Th- that's it, not yeah. the night to be taking risks. No, just make sure everyone gets their own bowl. Just make sure everything goes smoothly. But you know what? With them putting the brandy in the Cherries Jubilee, it wasn't going to go smoothly no, anyway. No, not at all. Oh, and then separately, they both go uh, into the kitchen on the wrong side of the door. Yes, and they both injure people. They both <laughs> injure all of the waiters. I'll say this about the show that I thought was really great. The best episodes were just essentially comedy of airs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially like uh, this, the, the... I don't know if you ever saw the Ski Lodge of episode. Of course, yes. The way everyone... I thought it was it's a very well staged episode yeah. too. The way everyone it's like would a keep play. Going. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes. The ski lodge is great. Um I was talking about that previously. Um I know that's a little off theme. It's not necessarily how about their relationship. Dare but. you. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I was actually going to bring up another example of like pure physical comedy, which is there was uh, an episode that's just about Valentine's Day. And they break it into three parts. And the first part, there's no dialogue at all. It's just Niles, for some reason, having a date in Frazier's apartment for the night. And then everything goes wrong. It's, yeah. And there's no, there's no dialogue. I got to watch that again. Thank God that show's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm actually, there's, I'm scared because I wonder, like Buffy, I was watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer over and over and (laughs) it's gone. Well, I think it's on Hulu now. Yeah, it it is on Hulu now because. It's got commercials. Well, I have the no commercial thing. <gasps> if you need a password, you let me know. Oh, oh, oh. oh. I'm just snap. kidding, Hulu. I'm not no, sharing my password with anybody. No, he's just kidding. I'll be getting my own subscription. Yes. We will be discussing 
Not this after the podcast. Only legal stuff. I pay for my own Netflix. That is true. Me too. If Netflix is listening. And I will... Netflix, I'm listening. Netflix, I'm listening. And uh, I, I will make it a tradition of every episode that I'd love some sponsors. And Ooh. I live across the street from Dunkin' Donuts and Checkers. So if Those anyone's are- listening, Dunkin' Donuts and Checkers... Please sponsor me. They might be picking it up by accident on their like uh, driving headset. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is. I would love like if Dunkin' Donuts sponsored this podcast. I feel like I could figure out a way to incorporate a commercial that has to do with coffee. That'd be perfect. I mean, they went to Cafe Nervosa. You're holding a mug right now. Yes, listeners, you can't see. I have a mug. It says Cafe Nervosa on it. Oh yeah. I'm curious about. Oh no, you were talking about a tweet from earlier. Oh today. yeah, like a post. I I got some people who messaged direct message me said they were upset. I said, Cafe Nervosa. I essentially said Cafe Nervosa is way is a way better coffee place than Central Perk from Friends. That's controversial. There's way more. There's books in Cafe Nervosa, and it's a much better writing environment. You can actually yeah. like relax there central perk is like there's just always people hanging around there's always people hanging around and that couch is that's the one thing i know none of all neither of these shows is based in reality Mm -hmm. but the fact that inexplicably we don't have we're never supposed to question that the friends can always take that couch and if anyone sits there it's not allowed that bothers me a lot yeah, I Cafe mean, Nervosa feels like a real coffee shop. That's true. Frazier and Isles did always sit at the same table, but it, you got the feeling that... They moved around. They, moved, they did move around, that's they true. They did, sometimes occasionally to the back. The Friends group never moved say, around. The friends group never They moves. took up like the biggest part of the coffee place. They're just so full of themselves. This podcast is not about Friends, it's about Frazier. Yeah, it's about Frazier. <laughs> It's about friend. It's about relationships on Frasier. You're not allowed to swear on this, right? Oh, I yeah, you can swear. Oh, fuck friends. I don't have any sponsors. <laughs> not until Dunkin' Donuts yes, gets exactly. in on this. It, yeah, there's swearing is allowed until I have sponsors. I don't have any. And one day, I'm going to, when I get really successful, I'll be interrupting the next time you come on, and I'll be talking about Squarespace. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what all successful. Stamps.com. Stamps.com and Squarespace. If I talk, Legal Zoom. If I talk about any of those now, will you sponsor me? I love Stamps.com. It's I, great. That's got to be how it starts, right? You have to just say the name of like a sponsor, and then eventually they're like, all right, let's pay the money. Is, for, is Stamps.com actually Stamps? I don't uh, actually know. Yeah, what it never is. go to the post office ever again. <laughs> oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you for that. That's stamps.com. Stamps, hit me Le- up. If you also need a uh, will, go to LegalZoom. Is that what LegalZoom is for? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let's look it up. <laughs> no, no, I'm not no, looking no, no. it up. I refuse. Back to what I wanted to bring up was um, another great uh, Niles and Frazier episode where they. All right. I have two. Okay. I have two things. I, I just don't want to forget them. Sure, so sure. First, that one, and then I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. That has to do with Niles and Frazier. I'm literally writing down Niles and Frazier as if that's going to help me. Date. Don't worry about it. Okay. So um, there's an episode called opening. No, that's not what it's called. There's an episode where Frazier and Niles open a practice together. It's called Mm -hmm. Shrink Wrap. Yes. This, I like this episode a lot because it's the kind that starts with how everything is not in a good place and mm-hmm. then works its way backwards. Well, what's especially what I personally really like about this episode is because for, for those of you that haven't seen it, it starts with the two of them and like kind of like having couples therapy yes. with a therapist mm-hmm. and they're both explaining what happened. But when each of them tells them their side of the story, uh, the dialogue is well, it's not exactly, but like, like whenever like Niles is saying something 
Frasier stops him. He's like, that is not what Daphne said. Yeah. Or like the same thing, vice versa, with like Frasier. And I really loved just that just that story structure for that episode. And it, and it gives you a new dynamic into their relationship and their kind of like ego, slightly egocentric personalities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like I liked the way they told that story because it's just like another look into just the way that both of them think about each other. Yeah, and it mixes up. You learn more about how the two of them think about each other, and it also mixes up the type of Frasier and Niles episode that we had in the past. One of my favorite lines, is it from this episode? It might be. There's At some point, he says, Frasier says to Niles, I'd shave my head for you. Oh, yeah. And Niall says, a gesture which becomes less significant with each passing year. That's actually from, not to be a Fraser file. No, good. Be a Fraser file. That's actually from the episode when they're writing a book together. Damn it. All right. Well, Only still. because he was a guest on the radio show. He was a guest on the radio show. But it's such a great joke and oh, such a great one. It's my favorite. Fra- or Niles has some really incredible one-liners. Oh, yeah. I like, beca- and like... I think what I really like about that relationship is I like they don't I don't get the feeling that they hate each other at mm-hmm. all. It's just when you're like brothers or sisters, you're just a sibling thing, especially and just sometimes you're he's definitely there's there's definitely a little bit of like loathing of sure. like his status. Absolutely. But like at the same time Niles is a, they're both well respected like they are therapists. They're yeah, they, it's true, but I think Niles he really just never gets over the fact that yeah. Frasier is always going to be more well-known. Yeah. Because his face is on the side of a bus, and at some point he refers to what Frasier does as the fast food approach <laughs> to therapy. I like when Niles said in the same, like, the book episode, uh, he's like, Frasier, please, I need your help. It's not like it. It's I don't, it, I'm not like you where everyone knows who you are. Do you know how many times I've dreamed as a boy to just walk into a bookstore and see my name under mental illness? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I mean I can understand why Frazier is in his position just because he's I would say he's for sure more full of himself like, oh yeah Niles is very insecure I feel like when you get uh, to the point where like you're on a radio show or like people know who you are it's kind of hard to not even maybe sometimes accidentally being a little bit like, well, you know, I'm on the radio or like I'm on TV or whatever. Absolutely. Um, no, so I was going to say that in in this episode, um, I once again was trying to pinpoint who started it. <laughs> and from what I could tell, I wrote down that at 902, because I checked it on Netflix, <laughs> Niles and Frazier move into uh, Niles's office together. Mm-hmm. And Niles is like, oh, I got you some literature oh. to catch you up on what you've missed out in the last. Catch lefts. me up. Catch me up. And then he just takes out like a stack of books. Well, if you want to put my homework in my box. So. Yeah. And he just has a stack of books. And what does that tell the viewers? That Niles thinks what he does is more meaningful and he knows more. What do you think? I 100% agree. I'd also like to say this isn't a pinpoint of when the disaster happens, but it's more of a warning Martin warns them almost at the beginning of the episode, saying, like, guys, this is a bad idea. He brings up the book you tried to write together, the restaurant, but this. And then he's like, no, you know what? The restaurant was still the worst. I also wondered if it was a callback, because I actually, when I watched that episode, after he said the restaurant, I decided to go back and watch that episode. episode. That's a great episode. Oh, it's so great. Oops. 
it's so great. <laughs> that was my phone. It was that was uh, that was Dunkin' Donuts. That was Dunkin' Donuts texting me that they're going to be my sponsor. Um, similarly to disagreeing over uh, the creme brulee in this episode uh, where they start the practice together, they also can't agree on where to put a plant yes. in the office to the point where like Fraser eventually throws the plant through the window. That was, I would say, an overreaction. Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. But He's like, got a temper. The two of them, that's, you know, eventually something like that is going to happen. It's true. Yeah. No, I mean, the same thing when he ended up strangling, essentially strangling Niles. <laughs> that was a very similar instance where Frazier is just driven <sighs> to the razor's edge. I wonder if it's because, like, I don't know. This is probably going to seem really, really weird. And I don't know anything about sibling the psychology behind sibling relationships well, or anything. But I yes, feel like the bigger of the sibling will always eventually, during conflicts and if it's a fight starts, starts happening, will always end up feeling the need to completely overpower the person. Uh-huh. I got it. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. Um, and Fraser is the bigger one. He's the fat. The fatter of the, no. He's the fatter. He's got a fat face. He's got a very fat face. He's already talked about it. Um, well, with all of this in mind, I think this is a, a good uh, kind of final question. Ooh, could I bring up one yeah, quick episode? Yes, go for so it. this is not as typical as these three, which are great episodes. Mm-hmm. But I think a, a good showcase of even when the two of them are working well together, how disastrous the results can be. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the episode where they go back to they revisit their childhood home? And they find a skull in the yeah, floorboard. I do remember that. Well, the two of them. Um, the, well, the way that the episode starts is them as kids sneaking into a science class to take a skull because they want to do a backyard production of Hamlet, and like they accidentally like drop the skull and there's like a crack. Anyway, so they're going back to revisit their old childhood home to possibly maybe buy it and try to start like a bed and breakfast, which would have been a great, perfect episode just like these. Absolutely. But and eventually they say no, but they decide, oh, we left a memory box here underneath the floorboards. And they come and the landlord's like, you're not looking up my floorboards, get out of here. But they come back, they open up the floorboard and they find the skull. They don't remember doing the play at all, but they also remember going through like, remember all those like little mystery novels we wrote the crane boys and the like a hardy boys thing they immediately assume someone was murdered and they come to the conclusion just the two of them working together and they and there's also like slight arguments as to how they're coming to this conclusion but they're working together and they assume the landlord killed his wife and buried her her head underneath the house the police arrest him and like it's this whole big thing they're like well when the, when they when when this case is in the papers, the Crane Boys are back. And then they find <laughs> the brochure to their backyard Hamlet. They inadvert they by working together. They inadvertently framed a man for murder. And I don't think does that guy go they to prison? The police at the end. Okay, so they ruined a man's life. They ruined a man's life. Wow, that that's dark. And you know, I'm glad you brought it up because I have to admit I am a little bit biased in terms of the episodes I watch. Mm-hmm. I tend to have sort of. Um, not rewatch the episodes after Niles and Daphne get yeah, together. together. Well, and fair. so you did your research. Um, but that is very dark. I have seen that episode and didn't remember that they let an innocent man go to prison. It's pretty crazy. But like, honestly, still a great showcase of the two of their personalities getting together and even just showing 
what goes wrong when they're on the same page. You know what? That also reminded me, I think that was just a Frasier situation, but he was convinced he solved his father's case that he was trying to solve. Yeah. And he um, proposes that the a monkey murdered uh, the murder victim. I remember and this. And he was very sure about it. So I, I, what I, I don't think Frasier should be trusted to solve Crimes. No, I I'll I'll give him. He should just be a, he should just be trying to solve people's personal issues as a therapist Absolutely. in public on the radio. Well, I'd say there's two spinoff ideas here already, which are or even if they just come back and do one episode for a special occasion, I'd love to see the episode where they try and run a bread a bread and breakfast bread and a bread <laughs> a, bread a bed and, bre- and breakfast together. <laughs> That's not an easy uh, bed and breakfast, especially if you say it. A bunch of times in a row. Bread and breakfast. Bread and breakfast. breakfast. That's where my mind goes. It's not easy. It's not easy. uh, It's not a sentence. It's not even a word. No, it isn't. Let's let's make. (laughs) It's not easy to say. No. Um, Yeah, I would. I would watch that, and I would also read if it's out there. Anyone who read who anyone who writes the Crane Boys. Oh my God. Maybe that's you. It it would be like the Hardy Boys, except episodes of just Frasier and Niles like fighting fighting over like cases and like getting every case wrong I'd love to read those books they would absolutely get things wrong so I have another question for you but is there anything else you wanted to talk about that's on your mind about Frasier yes oh man there's always so many things to talk about but the fact that Daphne was psychic (laughs) Daphne um who knows if she was actually actually yes she was there were a lot of There's instances where she was right. One specific one that I believe is what starts the them eventually truly getting together when she has a dream about a man in a bow tie yes. with a dragon. And yes. Niles has... He's got, he gets a gift from Roz. At it's the end a dragon. of the episode, and it's a dragon. It is a dragon. There's also one where she, uh, Eddie, they were trying to like neuter Eddie and he's go and he's gone missing and she's like i just got one of my psych i can't i'm not going to even try to do a oh. jane leaves impression but from manchester england oh yes uh she uh she gets like a psychic vision saying like well this one just doesn't make any sense what it's just eddie staring at dr crane and eddie's on a bench staring at an ad of fraser's radio show and he's looking dead straight at Frasier on the bench. I'd like to, if you're comfortable, I'd love to hear your impression. I, no, I don't even have Damn one it. for that. All right. My, the closest you're going to get is, Niles, do you understand? Was that, that was Daphne? That was that was my Roz, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounded a lot like her. Or maybe a Muppet. Um, okay, so my closing question is this. Uh, given everything we know about Niles and Frasier, who would you rather date and speaking from a very like you know just be don't uh, pretend you're a woman or anyone looking at this from either a woman's perspective or if i was attracted to men sure yeah as just as them as overall characters who would you rather date because they obviously they both have their own dating qualms throughout the show oh yeah I already have my answer. You already have an answer? I know it would be Niles. You know for for sure it would be Niles. For sure. I think, well, mostly because I'm sure we've both met a lot of um, actors and comedians. Mm -hmm. You know, that fame can really go straight to your head. That's true. And I think when you're having a fight with Frasier, he's going to make it all about him. Niles, on the other hand, now this is, of course, taking the... You know the the fact away that he is always and will always be in love with Daphne Moon. Right. I think he's so loyal 
He's such it's a great true. husband and father. A little creepy, I would say, at the beginning, just being obsessed with Daphne and how That's, she smelled and stuff. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and what, so, what is your? What do you think? Would it's you almost like when he played that off. He also always looked like he was caught off guard by just Daphne's presence. Oh yeah, of course. So it's very odd. You, you if you don't mind, if I just ask a quick question about sure. your answer, you're not afraid. Maybe at times Niles can be too passive. As in, well, as Fraser has called him in the past, spineless. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far, but there are some cases where, like, maybe he should have said something. Yes, he doesn't. I agree. All right, so it, it's something to think about. That, yeah, that yes, it's I think food for thought. I think it would be an issue if you're having a fight with him that it's going to be tough. But I do he's think going to kind of go along with everything you say. That's true, but I do think that is a good and thoughtful answer. And I, this is obviously a question I've never thought about. Wow, but. Let me think here. So just... Think it out loud, yeah. yeah. So I believe sexuality is on the spectrum. But let's say in this Great. scenario... Love to start it I'm there. more attracted to men, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And just... But I still have my same personality. Sure, yeah. About what you're attracted to in a what person I, in terms sh- of their personality Sure, traits. and just like what I think would mesh well Excellent. together. Yeah. I mean, you were right. I mean, in a lot of cases, you were right. Frazier can be a handful. And especially if you're in an argument with him... Oh my God! And just the although, <laughs> I would like to yell. Me and him yelling back and forth at each other. You understand? <laughs> so many times. I think that could be a lot of fun, and I would like have a camera. I'm also pretending this is like Fraser in his prime, but it's 2017. That's fair. Yeah. So like let's, I'm leaving. Let's like stick with like 1993. I'm Snapchatting all everything he's saying, and he's like, "What is this?" 1993 to 2004, mm-hmm. Fraser. Absolutely. <laughs> how how many? Sorry, I know I know I've, I've sidetracked you so many times mm. during this, but how many years did he play Frasier on Cheers? I believe it was ten or ten or eleven, eleven on Frasier. Because he wasn't in every season of Cheers. No, or maybe, but I'm just thinking he might not have just been in the first season, or maybe he was recurring in the he first. He was recurring, season. yeah, and then I think he got moved to because I think I looked this up earlier. So he like played this character for almost twenty years. Yeah, I believe I think he is the longest running sitcom character. Really? Of all time, yeah. Because What about The Simpsons, though? Oh, okay. well, I mean, that's a cartoon, I guess. So, All right, if we're going by that, then Simpsons wins. I, we're, no, we're not. I would, we'll go by live action. Fantastic. Uh, 1983 to 1993? Yeah, was, was Cheers on for 10 years? I think it was also on for like 11 years. Yeah, like so... Like the same amount as Frasier. That's a long time. It is. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, so, so anyway, to answer my question. To answer your question, finally. Who is it? Niles or Frazier? I'm not saying this just to be a contrarian. I might just go with Frazier. Okay. I feel like Niles is very nice. And like I would, I'd get along with Niles, I know for sure. But I think I'm the kind of person that might get annoyed by like, and I have in the past, small things that people sure. don't change. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like Niles is a little anal retentive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, f- I feel like he's also like, He's not like Frazier. He's not as loud and bombastic, but he's more subtle about it. He still has that same kind of trait as mm-hmm, if, if you're mm-hmm. having an argument with him. And I feel like he's a little more sarcastic. I feel like for me, it would just be easier to deal with someone sure, who's more like theatrical. Fr- theatrical. Theatrical. But like, it's, this is not an easy decision. And in my head, I was go, I couldn't. I was going back and forth. I think I might just go with Frazier just because of that reason alone. You know what? Um, going back to an old episode, uh, him and Kate or what is it the station manager that he was involved with oh yeah what i will say about him is that when he gets in fights with women like 
I bet they have great makeup sex. So oh, yeah, for, for, sure. for that reason alone, I think I then, understand. Uh, you your wait choice. till the next fight. Exactly, and then he's screaming at you in theatrics. It's great. His but he's voice... not gonna do anything no, about no, it. No, he's just gonna be annoying and laugh. Can't speak for Kelsey Grammer. Can we? Oh, speak... no, not, not Kelsey can Grammer we... the person. But we can speak for Fraser Crane the character. We know Fraser would never. I think the most um, the most violent I've seen him. It's always with his brother. Just been there, and even then, they're just brothers being idiots. Exactly, and when he's been angry with a woman, they just end up doing it. Yeah, like, or she leaves him, and he's just like, "What have I done?" Brokenhearted. Yes, yeah. Kelsey uh, Grammer. <laughs> I don't want to know what he's done. I'm sure that's going to be another. That's a separate episode. We tragic can, Fraser. Tragic facts. Fraser facts. Yeah, that's there's a lot of them. Um, oh God, <laughs> I forgot. Did we plug you? What are you plugging? Oh well, uh, I could do quick plug. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at Matt underscore Rain. It's like it's what it's spelled the way you think it is, like the weather, and then Matt M A T T. Unless you spell Matt with like one T, no one does that. Hey, but just hey, one day you're right. Three I should, T's. Especially if this gets sponsored, then I, and it's right. going to go to a bigger audience. Dunkin I don't want to offend anybody. Sorry, right. sorry in advance, and then. Uh, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but if it's coming out before August 24th, 2017, go to the show Homecoming Court, a show that I host and co-produce with Russell Jordan Poole, where we get some of the biggest stand-ups in New York, but also you have a chance to become the homecoming king or queen at that show. We have a costume and everything. That sounds magical. And hey, even if this episode comes out later... This sounds like a show you'll do again. We're trying to make it a monthly thing, so it might happen again after this. So if you hear this too late, find out when the next one is. Exactly. You might be very famous by the time this comes out. Uh, Well, regardless of how big I get, if anyone has to tell me anything, I'm always listening. (laughs) Great. And what a great place to end. Um, Mm -hmm. As uh, This has been debatable, but I believe Frazier at the end, his sign-off is, is a good night, Seattle? It might be, yeah, I think so. If you had a sign off, what would it be? Uh, sorry if you hated this. <laughs> Negative. That's I'm more self-deprecating. All right, this is Anita Flores and Matt Rain signing off. Sorry if you hated this. <laughs>